Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my 20s. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. Hey there. So before we get started today, we're going to be referencing cleansing your body for birth and pregnancy and breastfeeding a ton. Sarah's amazing story from Hollywood to holistic health, all guided by her baby girl and spirit will blow your mind and undoubtedly take up most of our episode today. If you are feeling the call to cleanse your body and go deeper, remember this mention about my gut cleanse linked in the show notes, download the gut cleanse guide, and it will take you through a gut then liver cleanse, which will set you up for safe, total body detox before or during pregnancy. And as always, consult your functional medicine practitioner if you have any questions or reach out to me on my website linked below. Now let's get to this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. This week, I have a very special guest, Sarah Bissarello with me. I like to call her the goddess of purification. She's probably never heard me even say that, but that's how I see her. I've met her along my own healing and cleansing journey, and I've learned so much from Sarah and her husband, Emmanuel. Sarah is living her detox dream in Hawaii and has a wealth of knowledge to share with us today. A little bit about Sarah's story she says that deep during a meditation about 10 years ago, she received instructions of a spiritual practice that helps unravel emotional load by acknowledging the true feelings of life experiences. Sarah realized that she was not in front of something ordinary when the instructions included specific details of the scientific findings of Dr. Emoto on water molecules and frequency. Thoughts and feelings have frequencies that change the shape of matter. And the practice had such a tangible and noticeable impact that people around her started to ask what happened. And this was the beginning of her teaching love thyself practice. And quickly during the practice, she noticed a correlation between emotions, decision-making, eating habits, and pathogens, what we love to talk about on this show, started to reveal itself, not just in her own experience, but for everyone she was teaching as well. And this discovery led Sarah to dive deep into the understanding of dietary choices. We love food as medicine on the show and the importance of purifying the body for our well-being and spiritual life. But here's where it gets really juicy. During this period, Sarah became a mother of two incredibly spiritually gifted children. This experience ingrained a special inner calling to help young adults bring the next generation of physically, emotionally, and spiritually healthy children to the earth. And nowadays, Sarah's teaching us the different levels of love thyself alongside raw food cleanses and fasting for the general public, and has also created a special transformational journey for men and women alike who would like to find their divine 
partner and prepare for pregnancy. So without further ado, let me welcome on Sarah. I'll let her say hello. Sarah, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, thank you so much, Jen. What a pleasure for, you know, to be here with you and to be on your podcast. I, uh, I appreciate you, you holding space for me to be here. <laughs> yeah, I know that women need to hear this and in true transparency to the audience, I am always asking Sarah questions and I've been wanting to get deeper into this returning to the mother conversation with her. And I'm like, let's do it for everyone to hear. So <laughs> Sarah, in your own words, can you tell me more about how you became passionate about women healing their bodies, their minds, their spirits, and a little bit about your journey too? Yeah, absolutely. Well, for myself, you know, this, this really began actually probably right around my Saturn return when I was about 29 years old. And, you know, I was living a very, very different life. I was in, in Hollywood in the entertainment industry, you know, and for myself, I was like, oh, wow, this is, this is, this is not me. This is like, I've been, I've been living a life that wasn't who my true self was and who I really felt that I could, um, grow spiritually and really expand to, to who I was. Okay. And so, you know, that, that took me along my own solo journey as a female and really just starting saying yes to life. So around 29, I just started saying yes. And I started going on these really powerful, magical journeys, traveling, going to different women's retreats and, or healing circles, all of the above. And, um, it led me onto these very synchronistic, um, paths and guidance. And, through that journey about a year into that, um, you know, that's when I came across this practice that came to me during a deep meditation and I ended up being my own test tube. <laughs> okay. And I received these, you know, these practices and I started doing it upon myself and all of a sudden everything started making sense in my life. And as a woman, you know, especially, you know, I was in the very busy world. Like I had to be a businesswoman. I had to make money. I had to do all these things. Like you forget about how we can nourish ourselves as a woman. It's like being able to be that empowered woman, but also to really, you know, relish in the feminine qualities, relish in being a woman, taking it slow, taking it easy. And like going back to that feminine way, the, the, I don't want to say the old way, but the original way, how women, you know, interact with themselves, with each other, with nature, you know, and going back to that natural state. Cause I always felt like it was a little off to be this, like <laughs> kind of rush and go rush and go kind of woman. Yes. It's okay. You got to be a businesswoman. You got to do this. And it's like, slow down. Like that doesn't feel in alignment for myself with the natural, um, the natural waves of just the earth, right. Mm -hmm. And the natural waves of how we should flow, like our, you know, our adrenals, our, our system needs to slow down so we can go with the flow of the life, with the flow of the moon, with the flow of the sun, be truly in alignment with that. And so when I, um, started upon my, my path, you know, it really got me to slow down. It got me to really listen to myself, listen to my heart, listen to, you know, the divine mother and the divine father and to really receive that guidance on how I can come back to my true self and how those 
qualities that I've been, you know, taking on that were not me, how those could be purified and detoxed off myself. Okay. And so um, I started that journey about, I don't know, maybe 11, I guess it was 11 years ago now. And it slowly but surely just kind of transitioned into deeper and deeper practices into different programs and, you know, finding the love of my life to, you know, my divine partner to having these divine children. And, you know, when I, when I was, you know, working through myself, you know, automatically, um, I wanted to, to give this back to the feminine. I wanted to give this back to the women and also the men too. The men would also resonate, but more so the feminine. Like I, I really wanted to, um, I felt that urge and that desire to, to pass on the wisdom that I've learned. Okay. But also give the women the tools so they can go into their own hearts into their own bodies and bring forth that wisdom that they have within themselves, that inner knowing, right? Because it's not like, I'm not the teacher. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here to, to help you allow yourself to go into your heart more and allow yourself to trust in yourself again. So um, that, that's really was it, what it was for me was like how I can help and empower women to get back into that space you know, so they can go, oh yeah, I have this in me. I can trust myself again, you know, and it really started with thyself. It's like, that's why the first practice is the love thyself reconnecting to the heart. So you can remember how to tap into that heart space, how to tap in to your own inner wisdom and that wisdom that is connected with the divine, right? So you can actually hear once again, right? Because that was another thing too, is I felt like, you know, we're in this wave of like, you can do this alone and empowered. And I got this. I'm a strong woman. And I'm like, everything. <laughs> it's not, I'm sorry, but like, you know, no, you have divine guidance that is waiting to just have you listen. You know, like the moment I opened my ears to the mother, she was like, hi, hi, hi. Oh, you're here. Okay. You ready to learn now? you know, and then you just humbly fall to your feet. And you're like, I know nothing. Please show me the way. (laughs) I love what you say about relishing and being a woman. And from the little inside lens that I have on your life, you haven't necessarily. So I think some women are going to go to an extreme and say, okay, well, I just have to like go live on a beach and do nothing. You're a mom, you work. What does that look like coming from like the hustle bustle of Hollywood into your holistic healing journey? you're being a woman, you're still showing up in your life. Like how have you managed to relish in being a woman and, and, and be who you are? Oh my goodness. Well, it takes a lot of patience and a lot of grace for thyself and for your family, you know? And, um, yeah, I chose, I want to, I want to go to the Hawaii aspect because, um, I know a lot of people, it's hard for them to go, Oh, I can just move to Hawaii. Um, that took years guys. It took years. It took about you know, four or five years into my journey. Okay. And that was something that we made a decision um, because we wanted, we, I was, I had a year and a half year old child. Okay. And I was like, I want my child to live differently. I want us to slow down. This was like something very innate that I knew we had to do that. We had to live from the earth and we wanted to 
that was the continuation of our healing. We knew that we had to go to a place like Hawaii to be able to really deeply heal and also have that space for our children to grow up in that way. Cause we want, we wanted them to, you know, that was really what, it's actually what they were calling upon us. And I'll get into that in a little bit because they're leading the way. I just want to tell you guys, my children, your child is leading you upon your awakening if you let them. Okay. So as much as like, we feel, you know, it's like, oh, we got to teach our children. No, no, no. These children are specifically designed and aligned with your soul to help your soul awaken and to um, advance in your life. Okay. And so, you know, I had no choice. Let's just put it that way. I have here, I have no choice. I listen, we go, we don't go, we get in trouble. Like to the fact where we were not leaving to go to Hawaii yet and the fires came in Ojai and we had to leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. They told us six months, you need to go. We weren't going. Guess what? Fires come, we're forced out. Okay. So it's all about listening. Right. But, um, I'll go back to answer your question. I apologize. I haven't gone back to that. So as a woman, um, and as a mom and as, you know, obviously working, we have a, you know, a ministry of like five classes going on at once. You know, I've learned that I have to dedicate time and really schedule time out. You have to become very good at managing your time and also allocating time, not only for your children, but you for yourself and for your community. Okay. So a lot of women, they are, you know, innately we're, I don't want to say people pleasers, but we love to take care of people. Right. So when people ask us for help, we're like, yes, yes, yes. Let me help you. Let me do whatever. Right. I had to learn how to say no. And I learned how to say no in a good way. And I had to learn how to say yes in a good way. Okay. And so what feels good for everybody around, right? So, um, you know, there are days where none of it works and I just want to sit and cry. And I like everything that you've planned on wanting to do that day, that week, you're like, yes, I want this to, you know, this program to come out. I want to do X, Y, and Z. It doesn't happen because my kids need me. Like my kids will scream and cry for me to be with them. And I have to listen. So, you know, all of a sudden, like everything that I was going to do has to go on hold because my children are my first and foremost priority, you know? And so for a woman who wants to be able to spread their divine message and their divine gift with the world, which I highly recommend. And, um, I, I, I think that that's something that you should do. I also feel that, um, being able to share that gift, but then also making the time to be with your family is one of the most important things you can do. And it's actually where you're going to deepen, deepen your, your gift in a way that can be shared um, more exponentially. Okay. Um, And what I mean by that is, you know, as a woman, when you have children, when you surrender, to being that woman and to being that mother, um, you will be greatly surprised by those gifts that come through. And sometimes our work, our, our desires have to be put on hold, but usually usually they're put on hold for a time being so you can have a, an inner wisdom and knowledge that will come through so you can serve in a better way. Like there's no way, I'll just explain this much, there's no way that I could hold space for people now and to be able to 
teach the way I teach without having the, 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 you know, the field of like being with, you know, children for the last seven years, I think I've been pregnant. My daughter will be seven. So yeah, I've been with child for almost eight years. Okay. And without that, I don't think I could be doing what I'm doing now, honestly. Sarah, this is kind of another, another plane, but very similar to what you're saying. I don't yet have children. However, I have a spirit baby I've talked about on this podcast. And in a meditation, one time she told me, she was like, I'm learning so much from what you said. She's like, I basically what she said in her own very um, beautiful language that I'm going to make simple is I am coming. You think you're going to do your life this way, but actually when I'm coming, you're going to experience creativity and abundance and a whole new life. Because I've always felt like, gosh, when I have kids, I have to, in a way, give up my life. She's like, no, no, no. I am coming to make your life. And it, it's not yet, but I feel her very, very soon. She And I I went on a walk with her. It sounds so funny, but not to this community. No. She woke me up at 444 the other day and I waited about an hour, then went for a walk and I've seen all these fours and she was leading me into the, to the, the pregnancy program I was teaching. And just, she's like, please get ready for me. Like you think you're helping others, which you are, but you're actually helping me get here. So I don't curious what, what you have to say on that. Um, I think it's absolutely incredible. And I'm so happy for you that you are in that space within your heart that you're open to receiving her and her messages and her guidance because oh I could just cry um please do <laughs> Makes me yeah, cry. yeah yeah these uh, these children um I will go a little bit deeper into these children that are coming through um um this these are messages that I've been receiving for a very very long time for about 15 years and you know we're doing it all for them okay these children that are coming through are at a level that is unexplainable at this moment in consciousness and some of them have not even been upon earth and they've been in different realms um most of them have been in the angelic realms and the heaven realms um including including my daughter who uh, um you know i'll just give you an example these children that are coming through know their past lives they know their original names they know where they're coming from they know their mission from the moment they step in here okay and so um the you know and these children are very attuned and acute and so they have they they have that ability to to talk to you prior you know and they have always you know we were doing that to our parents too but it might not necessarily have been open to to hear us or to receive us right because we just lived in a different time and era um but for the children that are very strong that are coming here to you know i don't want to say rise the vibration but my daughter says like mom it was just so dense it was so dense upon earth that i was in heaven in my bubble heaven and i came down and you know because i want to break up the density here you know and it's like how how does she know this at four years old right and um so these children already know what they've come in to do. And so we're here to set the stage for them to, to come upon this earth and to do their quote unquote mission, um, their God-given grace gift yeah. easier, easier here. And so the fact that you're already open and you're, you're listening um, is, is really incredible. And that is, that is one of the, the my main 
my main goals in this life is to help women and to help men, you know, open themselves up to prepare for these children, you know, to prepare their homes, to prepare their bodies, their minds, their hearts, you know, um, I prepared quite a bit for both my children in different ways to, because of, you know, who they are. Mm -hmm. They, they asked, um, for me to do very specific things for them, very beautiful things. And I had to, like you said, you know, give up your life. That's one of the biggest misconceptions. They give up their life. Actually, you are gaining a life. You're not only gaining a child, but you're gaining your life. Like you become, it's like your life becomes something so purposeful, so selfless. I always tell women upon the class, I said, imagine the amount of unconditional selfless love that mother Mary had to have had within her heart and within her body to receive Jesus. Okay. And imagine if each and every one of us saw our child coming through as that of God, as that purity of God, as Jesus, right? We would do anything. We'd be like, oh my gosh, what do I have to do to hold this, this light to this child? Right. Um, and so it's a different way of thinking. It's a different, it's like a step deeper of like, you know, getting the selfishness out and being like, okay, my vessel, I'm here to bring forth this light and this love to come through me. Like there's, there is no better gift that you can give to humanity, to anything than bringing forth a life and doing everything in your possible, possible matter, anything that you could do to make sure that this, that this being can make it all the way home, Yeah, make it all the way home. Like whatever, whatever I need to do to make sure my children wake up this life and stay awake fully. Mm-hmm. I will do, I will do, I will throw all my stuff away to make sure they have it all. I want to ask about, I want to say one thing and then I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. I feel like it's just coming forth from me for this community. And I see it as a holistic nurse practitioner. They the children, you said it in a really beautiful way to make it really earthly. The kids coming in have more one way that the media is portraying is, oh, you know, these kids are really sick, but no, these kids are really sensitive because they're really spiritually gifted. And so these more kids have eczema, more kids have illness and yeah, there's more toxicity in the world and more needs for cleansing. But like these kids, what ticked off our immune systems at year 20, 25, 35 of our life, like kids are seeing, I'm seeing like these young, young kids with chronic illness. And when mom, I usually say, if I can get to mom, I can get to the kid changes her alignment, changes the way she's living, changes the way the kids are living. They meet their alignment and they're just so tuned in and so ready for their gifts. So I wanted to say that and it leads into the question of like, what does it, you, you use the illustration of Mary and Jesus of like, okay, say we're modern day Marys and our children are, you know, a, a metaphor of modern day Jesus. Like what do we need to do to prepare our bodies? And what does it look like to hold the frequency of this child of, yeah. of children we have or children to be born? Absolutely. So, um, thank you for asking that question. Yeah, there is, you know, each kid, I want to explain something. Um, First, it's going to start with this. So first, it has to start with yourself. Okay. First, you need to do your work. You need to do your own healing work. You need to go in 
you need to um, start with yourself. Okay, that's why we always start with the love thyself practice to so start learning who you are. You start, you got to start learning how to trust your yourself. Okay, you need to start listening and you need to start, um, start purifying your own thoughts, <laughs> your own negative actions. You need to start I don't want to say repent, but it's kind of in that way. Like we need to be able to look at our shadow self. We need to be able to look at those things that are not allowing us to be, you know, good people to be good mothers. Okay. So, you know, you got to take that deep dive into, to looking at those spaces within yourself and not avoiding them anymore and going, okay, how can I be a better person, you know, to myself? How can I be a better person to my family, to my friends? And, you know, and obviously doing that in a way that's not, tormenting yourself but in a good graceful like okay let's just be honest and you know you know forgiving ourselves and 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 trusting ourselves once again and um when you do that process automatically when you start doing the emotional you without having to push it the diet starts to shift because when you start changing your own frequency you start bringing your frequency like I, like you were talking about with um you know, in my bio about Dr. Moda, when you start changing every cell in your body to love, okay, so like in that experiment, you know, just to give you guys, take it to the real world, you know, in his experiment, Dr. Moto, you know, everything he put love upon, everything he put gratitude upon, right, those water molecules will shift and change into a crystal-like shape, okay, so that is our body, is our body needs to come into that Christic, Christic, like shape okay so we become that yeah. space of love within our whole body so when we start changing our frequency when we start looking at those spaces when we start forgiving ourselves forgiving others saying i'm sorry i love you the whole nines when we start going through that process then all of a sudden you're like oh i don't want to eat these heavy denser foods i want lighter foods okay so then all of a sudden you start eating those lighter foods. And this is what naturally happened to me too. It's like, okay, I start changing that. I didn't want those. I wanted to feel good. I didn't want to eat things that were, you know, going to make me feel bad anymore. It's going to make yeah. me, you know, go to my, my sorrows. I wanted to like, I wanted to feel good. And so yes. I started eating the things that made me feel good. And then that became, okay, well, I'm going to start eating things that are going to actually purify each organ. Right. So what happens is, is you start, you start going in, you're doing your emotional aspect, and then you have to come in and do, okay, now I'm going to do the physical aspect. Okay. So when you're doing the physical aspect, um, what we do is we take people along this journey of actually purifying all the organs, all the blood, um, everything that can help your body come back to that that state of, um, you know, almost like childlike, like we need to come back to that innocence, that childlike place again. Okay. And that means like our bodies as well. So bringing ourselves back to the way God gave it to us. Right. Um, I, it looks like you're going to say something. Well, I wanted to ask yeah. from the lens of, I know this community of like, when you started to shift and I don't think your husband's included in this because I know he's oh. Sounds, I know a little bit about his sister and he seems very aligned with he's, he's been on a similar path, but your, your Hollywood friends, like what did people start to say and think about your journey? Right. As we start to shift. Oh my gosh. All my friends thought I was crazy for a long time. And they're like, what happened? How could she just leave this? Like, you know, I was making a lot of money. I was very successful. Like she's going to be famous. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, what is she doing? What is she doing? How could, you know, and like, you know, the best thing I could say was, you know, I'm not going on auditions anymore. I've already booked the job. You know, God gave me a very specific job. Mm-hmm. And that was a part of my process. I had to be able to strip, you know, that vanity, that desire, you know, we're in the desire realm right now, right? So everything is about what you want, what you think you need and um, take stripping that down, you know, like all my earrings to makeup. I haven't worn makeup in eight years, girl. It cried, it makes me, and like not saying makeup's wrong, but like I couldn't put makeup on anymore. I couldn't, I could not live. I literally, had such a strong wake up at 20 at 29 30 that I could not live in the way that I was living anymore any longer it literally made me sick and it made me cry okay Mm -hmm. so everything that was existing in that reality in that life before that represented that it had to go and it and most people like we suggest that's why we have you know our classes to do slow transitions (laughs) easy not like these like just jump off board right um but yeah people thought it was people thought it was a little crazy because they're like why is your life so different but um once I I made that commitment um that was that was it there was there was you know I always tell people I go once I made I bought that ticket to loving thyself you know and bought that ticket to just really listening to the divine um that was it that was a one-way ticket to freedom one-way ticket to love and there was no turning back and so when you make that commitment, you, you just go for it and um, you will always be guided when you no. choose the higher path. Like someone asked me, so I'll give you an example. Someone told me, he goes, you have two choices. You can choose this path, which is higher, or you can choose this path and stay where you're at. And I was like, oh, heck no, I'm going. Yeah. What do I need to do? You know? And what you're now 11 years later, what can you look back and see like where your life has taken you versus where you thought it would go and did it turn out a little bit better than you thought thus far oh my gosh my life is is better than I could ever ever imagine you know what what we think and what we see and what we feel is is nowhere near what what God's ready to give you okay and that's (laughs) you know what what we have our consciousness is here okay and we, we can't see the bigger picture, right? Because we're only at this stage. Yep. So when we open up to just be able to receive, you know, what's supposed to be coming in for us, which is why it's so important to tap into that true self, to tap into who we truly are without all the old patterns, the old, you know, the costumes that we've been wearing, right? When we take all that off, then it's like this blank canvas. It's like this beautiful picture that can be painted you know, um, and that's not saying that for the people that are listening that, you know, what you're doing is wrong if you haven't made that type of leap, right? And it's step by step, right? So little by little, this doesn't happen overnight. You know, this has been happening for, you know, our whole life. We're always in that that spiritual growth, okay? And, and everybody's path looks slightly different. And it's going to, and just trusting in that, trusting that you're on the right way and that there's no wrong answer I think is really important because you know people can listen to this this is why I don't share my story too much because Mm. that comparison that we have to these 
beings out there to Instagram, to Facebook, to all these people who are living this, oh, glamorous, superb life, you know? When we look upon that and we want to idolize that and we want to want that, then we forget that we forget the magic of what's happening within our own hearts and with our own lives. And so I, I just want to really express that to you women that no matter where you're at right now, whether it feels really low or it feels amazing or it feels mediocre or you don't feel like you're on your path, know that you are and know that exactly where you're at is where you need to be. And to, to trust, to trust in that within yourself and to, to see the goodness that which is of you, okay? To always find that goodness and to remember those qualities that you have within yourself, okay? And know that your gift that you have right now, even when you feel at the lowest you've ever been, that you are an amazing divine gift from, from God, okay? Um, I know when I've been at my lowest and I'm like, I'm worthless. I'm not doing what I want to do. I don't have my partner. I'm not making money or I have children and I'm not with the man I want to be with. Ah, what do I do? Right. Um, it's all a part of it. This journey is really freaking messy. <laughs> I want to get, I want to dive right in. I want to ask yeah. in whatever order the spirit yeah. for you about your pregnancies, your children and finding your partner. And how that is part of like, you were led and just more about you, Sarah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, okay. So my first child, actually, yeah, my first child came to me about a year and a half before I met my husband. Okay. So she came to me and she was really the, the, the lighting, the leading force Okay. And in my spiritual journey, she's like, okay, mommy, I'm ready to come through and you need to change your life. Yeah. She's like, you need to change your life. So she would come to me in dreams. She would just come to me randomly and she was leading me. It was between her and, you know, um, some, some ancestors, some, you know, people in my family that have passed that were giving me signs and signals on like, this is where you need to go. This is where you need to be. So, so my child was, giving me signs and she eventually led me to who is my husband now Emmanuel and uh when I got with him it was ex I mean it was so like I knew it like when you know you know and and I always tell people when when you don't know when you're like questioning it, it's not right okay when you know you know and when you feel it it's like that's it like I knew the moment I knew the moment if I would kiss him and I would do this that was it we're 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 going on a on a on a new path right and our life is going to just explode together so I knew the child would come in right away and so once once I was with um with Emmanuel immediately my body started to shift and change and it was like I could feel it I could feel her I could see her and she would give me messages on how to do x y and z to prepare my body you know like I did a 10 day Vipassana silent meditation retreat. I was doing liver cleanses. I was doing kidney flushes. I was, um, I went fully, went fully vegan. Um, <clears throat> I was doing many things to prepare for her. And then once, once there was, it was actually right after my Vipassana, my 10 day meditation, it was about five days later that I conceived her and it was very conscious. Like I knew because she said, okay, it's time. 
ready to come in and this is the date and it just happened mm-hmm. okay we knew it was going to happen and it happened and then my actual pregnancy with her was so incredibly magical i mean literally I I stopped everything. Okay. Like I was teaching some here and there, but I stopped everything just to like really dive in and relish in the experience of being pregnant and testing my body, seeing what foods that I wanted. I, we, we went on so many trips. I mean, she, she would say, okay, you got to go to New York. So all of a sudden, like I got asked to speak in New York and all of a sudden we find ourselves flying to New York, you know, we went to New York and then Next thing you know, we're, we're going to, um, ended up going to Peru very specifically. She wanted us to go to Peru and we were leading a group of people on a retreat in Peru while I was pregnant. Okay. And then one of my kickers, which is why we're here in Hawaii is that she said, you have to go and swim with the dolphins in Hawaii. So if you guys, anybody know about dolphins, so they, they, they know when somebody's pregnant. So if a mama is what's called hapao, Okay. They'll come by and they use their little, you know, snort or what is it called? The, uh, their bot, their nose. And mm-hmm. they come in and they do what's called like, like an electrical wave, like upgrade into your belly. Okay. And mm-hmm. so we jumped in, we took us about three days. Okay. You were to go. Yes, I was pregnant. I was five months pregnant. We went to Hawaii. I jumped in the water. We went to the special place where they have dolphins that are free swimming okay and people can jump in but you're not supposed to chase the dolphins the dolphins will come to you okay so the dolphins this little pod came and me and my husband were holding hands and there's all these other people were trying to chase the dolphins and this one just came up to me and started you know doing its magic on my belly and I felt this electric shock I was like (laughs) so hard to explain but it was really beautiful and and um yeah after that then we actually made a really big decision because my daughter said she didn't want to be born in california in the spot in california mm-hmm. so we got back we moved and then we specifically moved to the coordinates where she said she wanted to be born because you know each soul has to be born in a certain place for them to have the awakening to have whatever it is that they need for their life right so she was born um in in santa rosa california and i had many signs okay so she was leading me in all the signs on where she needs to be born and the the kicker was is that and i think this is really important to tell women is that you know for for my first child you know i didn't go actually for both of them i never went to doctors okay that was a very specific thing. We went to a doctor once and she screamed at me and says, get out of here. And I was like, okay. So, you know, we went more the holistic route. Um, and I had a, a midwife in Santa Rosa and I was planning a home birth the whole nine, had the tub, had everything ready, was doing my, you know, my, all, all the classes that you would need to do, right. To just prepare for, for her. Okay. And during the actual birth itself, we were home for about maybe 34 hours. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I got up and I said, I said, we, this isn't, this isn't where she wants to be born. We have to leave. We have to go to the hospital. And two days before that, I want to back it up a little bit. Two days before that she shared with me, I got up in the middle of the night, you know, I'm, I'm with her. I'm 41.2. 
two weeks pregnant. Okay. So I'm overdue. I'm really huge. And, um, <laughs> um, she tells me, she says, mom, these aren't the coordinates. And I'm like, but we got this house. We're here. We're going to have, she goes I'm like, where am I going to, you know, birth you? She's like, oh, I'll let you know in the, in the labor. Okay. So in the labor, she says, okay, it's time to go. You got to go to the hospital. And I want to share something. Cause I think this is really important for women as well. So I, I, I come from like, I'm a Leo. Okay. So I come from like, I can do everything on my own. I'm super empowered. I got this, you know? And one of the things in Hawaii that I saw was this photo of a woman that was giving birth and she had five women surrounding her. And I took a picture of that and I was like, Oh, that's so beautiful. I always see that. Right. But yet I wanted to have this very, you know, one, one midwife and my husband there alone. Right. So during that time when I said, oh, we got to go to the hospital, I ended up having the birth that I wanted, this very natural, holistic birth, but in a hospital, okay? And I was surrounded by five women holding space for me. And so that was my, my medicine of like, okay, yeah, I'm receiving this, this love from, from my sisters, even though I don't know any single, any, any one of them, but they were holding space for me. It was so empowering. Like I was able to go in and like say, okay, yes. You know, I want, you know, I want a a cold press, a hot, sorry, hot compress. I want this oil. I don't want to tear. I want, and I did it. Like I was so empowering for me to step into a space and not control the room, but to be able to have that power over my own birth and my daughter's birth and for her to come through and say, this is how I want it. And for me to trust that, like my biggest lesson was mom, let go of your expectations. Mom, let go of your desires. Like I was in labor for 34 hours because I was just so set on my ways and I was not surrendering to what it is that she wanted. Okay. So I was in pain because I was not listening. The pain subsided the moment I let go of control. Okay. And that's how I was able to open up for, for this. And this was that birth for, for my daughter. It makes me think of um, very remotely episode 19, where we talked about the gene keys in human design. When she's like, these aren't the coordinates. Well, her, her soul's design is reliant on God's design and the physical place and the time of her birth. Like she was, totally. and I, I like to teach from the place of like our, our babies fully their soul fully gets in the body at the moment of first breath like that's why they're like what I'm crying this place is dense but they're happy to be here yeah. um so she she was guiding you and she I mean she oh awakening to where she was born and then what happened after that along your um, journey well so she um so she came through and we were we were in northern California for about another three months and then we had to go south. And so we went back, actually back down south into Ojai. And we lived in um, Southern California for about a year and a half. And then about two months before we left Southern California to go to Hawaii, that's where, when my son came through. Okay. And that's where he came to me and he came to me like a fire and he shared with me his name. Okay. He goes, my name is this, and this is what I want. And he very specifically said to me, he goes, you're not pure. You're not pure enough for me, mother. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> and he's like, you've got pathogens, you got parasites, you got some work to do and you need to clean your body up. 
And I was raw at that point. I, I, I'm going to back it up a little bit because I think this is important. Um, for the first year of my daughter's life, um, I started becoming very foggy, very tired. Um, and this is very normal for women once they have their child. Um, your hormones can become imbalanced. Your, your you know, what's it called? Um, fungi, candida, all the above can become, can kind of go out of whack. It's mostly because we become less active. We become more stagnant. We're, you know, we're tired. Okay. You're breastfeeding all night long. If you're, you know, an attachment mother, you're wearing your child nonstop. Okay. And so you become a little bit slower. Right. So I became very, like, I'm a very active person. I became very, um, um, lethargic. I didn't know what was happening to my body, but my body was showing me through the pregnancy, my own weaknesses that I was having. So I got to get a taste of what was really happening, where I needed to strengthen in my body. It was my liver. I needed to strengthen my liver, my pancreas, my, my intestines were compromised. And so at, when my daughter was a year old, I said, I'm enough, enough is enough. And I went raw. I went on a juice cleanse, went raw, and immediately started feeling better, almost immediately. I was like, I have to live a different life for my child and for my family. I need to be awake, I need to be aware, which is just very normal for women that I see, they get um, candida and funguses pretty easily. And so I did that. And then after my son came through, he's like, you gotta go farther than this. You know, I was doing it more of like a high fat raw. And he's like, he's like, okay, you need to eat nothing but fruit. You need to go to Hawaii, right? So. We ended up doing a retreat in Hawaii. And then when we were in Hawaii, the island was like, you can move here. Like, this is your home. And so it was probably about a, a month before we came back and we moved to Hawaii. And then that's when the real healing began. And when I mean real healing, that's when, you know, the mother and the father were teaching us exactly how to eat to heal our own bodies. Um, we only ate from the land in Hawaii. So we're eating the fresh fruits and the fresh vegetables. And they're teaching us exactly which fruit is going to heal this organ. This is going to heal this organ, but then also through the emotional aspect with that. Yeah. And so we got to learn firsthand what fruits and which vegetables are not only going to heal the physical ailments, but also the emotional ailments. So I went through that journey for about a year and a half. And at the same time, I was doing the sacred doula training where I studied for five months with a really powerful elder here in, in Kauai wow. and went through that journey, started healing my own birth, started, um, if anybody knows uh, birth into being, that's a very good resource. Um, I teach that a lot in the pregnancy and the prior to pregnancy course, but um, healing healing you have to go deeper into you know healing your your mother wound and healing the father wound so so the hawaiian islands were really teaching us on how to really heal those aspects so when you bring forth a child we're not bringing forth those same characteristics that our mother had and our father had that might have upset us or that we might be still carrying that ancestral lineage right so that's when i went through that deep healing not only with the food but with you know anger that I might've had for my mom, my own birth story that happened to me and then so forth. And, you know, the list goes on and on. And so Hawaii took that turn. And then I got um, pregnant with Francis. It was very conscious as well. And we knew it was like, we looked at each other and that was it. He, he came in. Okay. And with that birth, I want to explain something or that pregnancy. I want to explain something from my first one. My first one, I was, um, 
was vegetarian up until about 26 weeks. Then I started having meat. I gained 68 pounds. Okay. Had a 38 hour birth, had pain. Okay. This pregnancy with Francis, after preparing my body for about two years, um, I had no morning sickness. I had no emotional up and downs. I was waking up at five o'clock every single day, working out. I was eating like 4,000 calories of the most of fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and really yummy organic foods. And um, with him, the pregnancy was like strength and being in your body and just being vibrant, right? And um, this very grounded, very, very grounded. My daughter was more ethereal. He was very grounded, okay? Mm-hmm. Very grounded pregnancy. And when I had him, my birth was, I mean, that day I was carrying, the, the day of that I went into labor, I was carrying, you know, 20 pound boxes of fruit, okay? <laughs> I was going to the farmer's market and they're like, what are you doing? You're like, your baby's dropped. And I'm like, I'm, I gotta get food, you know? I gotta feed my yeah. family. And that day, you know, I went into labor. I'll explain this, like, and this doesn't happen, you know, for everybody, but I know that it happened because of the preparation, the deep emotional, spiritual, and physical preparation. I worked my ass off. I dedicated two years because I knew that I needed to for him. Okay. So, um, because of the work that I did, you know, when I went into labor with him, it was so fast. And I mean, what I mean by so fast is like, once I released my mucus plug and then the, the bloody show, my water broke like in two seconds. And then I had him four contractions later, it yeah. came out pain-free push-free. My midwife didn't even make it. Okay. She didn't make it. And he just came out super, super natural. I mean, I could tell the story. It's a very, very SNL funny story. Um, yeah. It was so, it was so quick that like, when I had him, my husband's like, oh, take him. He's trying to like hand me. I'm standing up literally in yeah. the same spot. I conceived him. I'm standing in the same spot oh, where I'm delivering where oh, conceived. Yeah. So it was very interesting. It was the same exact spot. So when he came out, my, my husband was like, here, take him. And I was like, give me a second. I like <laughs> how to get so grounded in my body. Cause I was like, I, this happened so fast. I was expecting, you know, 10 hours, 15 hours. Like I didn't know how long it would take because with every pregnancy and every birth so different with every woman is, you know, but he was very quick, very fast. And then my midwife walks in 10 minutes later and she's like, congratulations, you have a baby, you know? And she's like, she kept on telling me, you need to rest. You need to relax. And I was, I kept saying, I'm not tired. I'm Mm -hmm. not tired. I just want to eat. Like I went and grabbed bananas from the, like, you know, the, Yeah, I grabbed some bananas and I was eating some dates. Um, I'm gonna give you guys all a tip. Eat yeah. plenty of dates and mulberries yeah. for pregnancy, okay? Mulberries are really good too. Um, I grabbed my bananas and my dates and I was eating and she couldn't believe how much energy I had. And she couldn't believe like how I was acting because it's so rare, you know, as women, when you're pregnant and when you're going in labor, they treat you as a patient, not as this empowered woman. And what I received from this particular pregnancy was in birth was that you don't have to suffer. You don't have to be in pain. Okay. Um, you can be so connected with your baby and with your body that it can be ease and it can be graceful. 
This information is so, so good. I bet your mind is totally blown. Am I right? But the one thing that I have seen so many women need through my decade of experience helping moms as a nurse, as a doula, as a nurse practitioner, women need unbiased, empowered information and community to have their best birth outcomes. I want to invite you to experience my custom holistic pregnancy program inspired by my spirit baby, as I described in this show, the I Am Woman program, the sequel. In this program, you're going to experience several different classes, your low intervention birth and labor land roadmap, hospital to home birth, ask the midwives anything, what happens, why birth is holy as you become a channel from heaven to earth, your hormones, pre-pregnancy, during pregnancy, and postpartum, breastfeeding basics, your baby's gut health, and your nutrition, ask a doula anything, how to hire the right one, questions dad will ask during birth and pregnancy, and the postpartum period, including energy healing prep for your birth. You can take this program as a live class at your own pace, or you can do it at a self-study. You will walk away with tangible resource guides that you can print, scribble on, use, prepare during your pregnancy and birth. Your labor roadmap guide, when to go to the hospital or call your midwife, low intervention algorithm, breastfeeding beyond basics ebook, hire your dream birth team kit, pregnancy, birth, and breastfeeding nutrition guide to help you and baby. Plus, this is my most favorite part. I made a tranquil labor and pump up pushing phase playlist for you mamas on Spotify for you to have in the birth room. And then also I prepared pregnancy and birth audio tracks that are going to be helpful during labor prep and even on your birthday. So click on the link in the show notes for more information or go ahead and hop right in by registering for the course. It's only $444 and payment plans are available. So if you're interested, don't wait, grab one of those limited spots. And now let's get back to this week's episode. The whole lie, that illusion that has to be painful is just that is an illusion. And if we start shifting and transforming those thoughts, um, you can have a completely different experience. Even if you experience some pain, you know, we can transform that into, into a, a deeper experience, you know, and that pain, when we do experience that pain and what I do when I work with, you know, women as well that are going through their birth is that that pain is going to lead you to your freedom. Okay. So that pain is just an unheard message that you have yet to receive. Okay. Um, so it's just knocking at the door. Right. Um, so yeah, that was, that was my pregnancy with him. And I had a, uh, I, I left the umbilical cord on and the, his placenta until he actually chose to take it off. I wrapped it in rose, as well as yeah and so it didn't smell wasn't going a lotus birth a lotus birth and it was the most honestly it was so amazing because he was so connected to it he would cry to it he would sing to it he would hold his umbilical cord because that was his best friend for 10 months oh so he had to have his morning process i have videos of it i could show you he had to have his morning process with his umbilical cord and his placenta and once he once he was ready to let it go, once it was fully dried out, he kicked it off. And it was, it happened to be like the full moon five days later, he kicked it off. Like releasing, we're done. Yeah. And we planted it with a mango tree and 
and then we were done and it was it was it was really beautiful and you know what's interesting is he actually didn't even want milk really until that umbilical cord was done so huh. he wow. so i let him i did everything baby led okay so i didn't force or push my way upon anything with the pregnancy with the birth i just let him lead it and me be the vessel right so he would crawl to me for milk when he was ready okay versus me going you know because oftentimes in the hospital like give them milk give them yeah. milk. well how do you know they're hungry you know they know they know when they're hungry they know when they got to go to the bathroom which then leads to you know even um when you when you teach them how to you know, go pee pee. They tell you when they want to go pee pee. You don't have to wear diapers. You don't have to, you know, they'll go to the bathroom in the toilet. And he was immediately, he was like, oh, they, they tell you when to pee, you know? So he was a very different um, child. Like, and, you know, he's fully, I mean, he's fully grounded in his body. He's like strong and, yeah. you know, loud. my daughter is too. She's just in a more gentle way, but it goes to show you the difference how each child is, how each pregnancy was specific and designed for that being and where their soul is coming into this earth. Sarah, this is amazing. I feel all of us could just listen to you talk all day. <laughs> for the women and the mamas, the moms who have kids, they want to have more. They just want to learn more for their sisters and their friends and women like me who are going to step into motherhood. What are some tangible tools that you would say we would, we need to move forward on our journey? Tangible tools. You mean as in pregnancy or what, what, what do you, what kind of tangible tools? Whatever the spirit brings to your tongue, it'll be perfect. Like as far as like food or or birth or conscious conception or like just whatever is like, Oh, this is coming. Whatever you're ready to deliver. Okay. Okay. Tangible tools. Okay. You need a solid spiritual practice to get you grounded, to get you calm, get you centered, connect in with your heart. Um, we offer offer one, but there are plenty of teachers who's ever in alignment with with your soul. Find that find that uh, find that tool that can help you stay centered, stay grounded, connecting with your heart. Okay, um, start connecting again with nature. Start connecting again with food. Okay, start listening to the food and seeing what feels good in your body and what can help you, okay? That can help you um, detox your body and strengthen your body, very important. That will keep you clear and not numb, okay? Um, find your community, find your sangha, find those groups of people that can support you, that can love you through your ups, your downs, your, your moments of craziness to your moments of amazingness, okay? That will support you in all facets, okay? And, uh, have fun, enjoy your life, okay? First and foremost, remember the goodness that's within you. Don't focus on the small little things, but rather open your heart to, to the newness and the greatness that is, okay, within you and that's coming to you. Um, work out, go outside, breathe, <laughs> laugh. And most importantly, don't take things too serious. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sarah, you're a gift. Thank you for going ahead of us on your journey so that we could learn from you. Aww. Where can women find you and be a part of your love thyself work and learn more? Mm, okay. So 
right now we are in transformation of our website. So we are getting that completely fixed. Our website is selfillumination.com. But you can find me on Instagram with Sarah Bisarello, Sarah Marie Rose Bisarello. You can go on my Facebook or you can simply just email me at Sarah at selfillumination.com and I can send you, you know, any information that you would like to have as far as the different retreats we have. Um, always have the reconnecting to the heart class going. We always have the rock cleanse going. We always have these enzyme cleanse coming and then yes yes you're so awesome with it and <laughs> and and um and what else uh and then the the, the class that i'm going to start again very shortly where i'm going to bring 10 women in to purify and prepare for their divine partner in their pregnancy and that's 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 the one that speaks most to my heart okay is to really help bring forth the teachings that that i've learned in the last 10 years and how to support women and have these immaculate pregnancies and births, you know, and really get ready and prepared for these in crazy, incredible children that are coming in. <laughs> you know, uh, Sarah, thank yeah. you so much. This episode will live on forever. And I know right when it's released a decade from when it's released, women are going to be finding these resources mm -hmm. and transforming the way they live and birth their babies. So I cannot thank oh. you enough. For today is there anything last words or thoughts that you want to leave with the ladies today and the men listening for them oh thank you so much i just want to say thank you to you jen for opening this container and this space for to share this wisdom and this knowledge you know without people like you and, and you sharing your journey it's you know people might be left alone you know and be struggling so i really appreciate the work that you're doing and thank you for having me have for having me on here to be able to to spread this message in this light. So thank I'll you. I'll to you, sister. Oh, thank you. Love you so much. Love you too. Thank you so much for being here with Sarah and I today. You can find Sarah at selfillumination.com or Sarah at selfillumination.com or even her Instagram, Sarah Bisarello, all linked in the show notes. And of course, if you love being here with us and this message has inspired something in your spirit, please subscribe, leave a review so that this podcast, that this healing message can reach millions of women around the world. We'll see you next week.